Running all my life, sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look. What up? What up? What up? What up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. I'm glad to have you guys here. It's been a crazy first week in the NBA. A lot of stories to get through. I've seen a lot of posters. I see teammates jawing at each other. A couple scuffles. This is what the NBA is about. This is the excitement I've been talking about. From day one to now, it's been officially one week in the NBA, and there's so many stories to talk about, and it's been great. And for the ones that have been watching this podcast, you know how excited I was all summer. Well, all the news is going wrong with the drama and the, and, 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 and the personnel and the trades and, and, and the free agency signings and the drafts and the summer league and yada, yada, yada. It's been great. It's been great. This is the NBA. Where we, this is exactly what we want, anticipated. This is what we wanted. And it's been lent since then. And if y'all haven't been seeing me for a little while, I'm glad you guys are back. It's been a minute. Last episode, I had dropped on YouTube. Couldn't put on IG for some, some odd reasons. It didn't fit the community policies for IG. So if you want to catch the last episode about the, the 18 players that got busted for, you know, Frauding the, the NBA's health program. Uh, you can check that up on YouTube. Uh, and, and, and and it's insane. So, but enough of that. I'm glad to be back, man. I'm glad to be back. And for the ones that are watching on YouTube or on IG, obviously I'm representing the Brooklyn Nets. It's not because I'm a fan. I just love the basketball. I love NBA. So there's teams out there that I do watch. But I'm a, I'm, I'm a Warriors fan in heart. So, for the ones that want to say something, hit me on the comments, though. And before we kind of get into that, and if you're new to the season two, because this is season two about to pop off, it's going to be hot this year. A lot of new things about to come in. It's going to be a little bit different. This is how we move up on up in the chains, right? This is how, this is how we lift off, right? Season one was cool, but this year is going to be much better, and I promise you guys that. So if you're new to the channel, you see that on the bottom, go ahead and subscribe. Smash that like button, hit that bell notification on YouTube. You can catch every single episode that I drop. You get an alert to your cell phone or to your laptop. And if you have been watching on IG, I'm on IG as well. And I'm also on YouTube. I'm also on every other platform as far as audio. You can catch me on uh, iTunes Podcast, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, etc. So all the links will be in the bottom. And I promise you this year is going to be lit. And... I don't know. Like, it just, there's so much stuff that's going on in the NBA right now. It's only been one week. We're one week in. Some teams we're looking at like, uh, and some teams were like, ooh, that's surprising. So let's just go ahead and dive into the, the news. You want to dive into the news? Yeah? My bad. That's my, that's my producer in the back. Yeah, so let's go ahead and dive into the news. Hit it. News and notes from around association. So for the news that's been going on, the NBA has a lot to cover, so let's go ahead and dive into it. The Toronto Raptors, who haven't played all of last year, 
in Toronto, in Canada, because of COVID restrictions and the travel of other players coming to Toronto, the Toronto Raptors were temporarily called the Tampa Bay Raptors, and they played in Tampa Bay the whole entire season last year. So for the first time last week, opening at home court, it's been 600 days. The last time the Raptors played in Toronto, right before COVID, February 28, 2020, it's been 600 plus days. And that arena was packed. And we see, we see what happened. DeMar DeRozan came back in town with the Bulls, even though they won. I think they're currently like 4-0 or whatever it may be. That crowd was electric. And this is exactly what we need, fans, in the crowd. So I hope y'all be safe out there. For the ones that are not vaccinated, you, know, you can't get in. But the ones that who are at the games, you know, you got to stay safe out there. But yeah, 600 days. NBA has once again, once again, been in the limelight for the rift between China and free speech. Ennis Cantor, who publicly came out against his own country in Turkey, talked about who is the president over there in Turkey being a dictator, called him out, and Turkey wanted United States to extradite Ennis Cantor back to Turkey. And the UN, United States said they're not going to do that. So Turkey, I mean, as far as Ennis Cantor, can no longer go to Turkey, as long as he's in power, from what the, 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 the reports are out there, Ennis Cantor can't step one foot on soil in Turkey. Matter of fact, he's afraid to even leave the United States because what he said about, you know, the, the regime over there calling him a dictator, blah, blah, blah. So once again, Ennis Cantor is back in the news. This time, Wednesday, opening night for the Knicks, the Celtics were in town. Ennis Cantor, which I'll post a picture right here, had free to bet on his shoes. And that caught on fire. Like, it was on Twitter. It was on Instagram. People were talking about it on a global scale. Because free to bet um, were finally getting recognition from the western side of the hemisphere. Right? Like, people know what's going on. If you don't know what's going on with free to bet, it's an easy Google search. Look it up. Um, and what China is doing as far as with... The, the, the genocide towards Muslim, Chinese, or Asian descent people with the whole concentration camp that's going on and the, dis, the displacing of innocent people. So Ennis Cantor spoke about that on IG Live or whatever it was, but he was on a video Then on the, at the game, he, he wore the shoes free to bet. So China saw that and was like, you know what, Boston Celtics, all your games are banned. All your games are banned. And this reminds us of what happened a couple of years ago with Darren Moore, who was running the, the Rockets general manager position, you know, for years, said something about China. Knowing that the biggest team in the NBA, as far as China fans, is the Rockets because of Yaming. They have a huge China uh, community, a Chinese community in Houston, outside of the Bay Area. Houston is the second most popular area for Chinese descent. And they banned them. And then the owner felt the, he felt the pockets. He felt the pockets being burnt. Like he lost a lot of revenue on streaming rights, jersey, merchandise, whatever you want to call it. So when, it, when a year went by, Darren Mori was pretty much 
let go. Like, he was either going to get fired or out of respect for what he has done for the Houston Rockets over those years. It's like, hey, go ahead and resign now. Quit now before, you know, we tarnish your career. Because if he got fired, I don't know if they will hire GMs. When GMs get fired in the NBA, it's, it's very reluctant for them to get a job in the NBA. A head coach, yeah, it's different. But for a GM, it's not. Even though Darren Moore is one of the top three GMs in the NBA, hands down. There's no like, there's no debate about that. But Darren Moore would not recover from that. And he took, he took a break for a little bit. And obviously the Sixers job came up and he took it right away. So this is the repeat of what happened. Is Ennis Cantor worth the headache to lose streaming revenue from the international section. And you got to understand the biggest fan base as far as the NBA is not America. <laughs> it's not domestically. Trust me. It is overseas. The biggest revenue streamers are in China. Despite the games being four in the morning, five, six, seven in the morning, they watch those games on the way to work or they're just getting off work or they're in school, whatever it may be. So to lose the Celtics, and the Celtics are not a big market in China compared to the Rockets, but the Boston Celtics will, Boston Celtics will feel that. So with Ennis Cantor, is it worth it? Is it worth them keeping Ennis Cantor for them? I'm pretty sure this is his last stand with the Celtics. All right, he's been here twice now. This is probably his last stand. Once they fill out the money situation six months down the road, once you start seeing the numbers coming in, it ain't looking right. Yeah. Is it worth it for that one player who is not your star player, who is not your starting center? He is a rotational player, even ninth on the bench or tenth on the bench. So we'll see that. We'll keep in touch about the whole situation that's going on with NS Cantor in China. We'll see. Once things, you know, go into fruition, we'll, we'll bring you the news and definitely let you know what's going on. So going on, um, NBA and FIBA are in talks right now. Literally in talks right now about starting an NBA in Europe. Just let that sink for a second. The NBA is trying to form a league in Europe where I don't know the fine print. I don't know the language, but David Stern, and let me say this, David Stern, the late David Stern, the former commissioner, the great commissioner, probably one of the best commissioners of all time in any sport in America mentioned this back in 2012 publicly that he is working to expand the NBA overseas, overseas. Like he did it in Canada with Vancouver and Toronto. And even though Vancouver didn't pan out, Toronto's a successful story and a successful franchise. I mean, they have a good fan base. So they're trying to put a league in Europe. From my understanding is that FIBA and the NBA are in the talks about it. Major clubs like Real Madrid, Barcelona, you know, the, the Turkish, the Turkish league, um, the, the league in Israel, a couple of the teams in the upper echelon of Europe are all okay with the forming of the NBA and FIBA. So what this would mean is that my understanding and my speculation, I guess, is that NBA teams will go overseas and play in a, and, and I'm assuming it might be like a tournament of some sort because there's no way an Easter Conference or the Western Conference can add teams from Europe because players are not going to travel consistently across the Atlantic to play, especially 
if the players in Europe are not NBA players, even though it's the NBA league is forming with the FIBA. So as time goes on, more information will come out. And then I'll also eventually address this because this is crazy that there will be an expansion of the NBA across the Atlantic. So, and the big clubs, like I said, Real Madrid, Barcelona, the teams in Turkey, uh, as far as the Turkish league, um, Israel, upper, the, you know, in London, whatever it may be. Imagine seeing KD and LeBron James, whoever it may be, a star, Stephen Curry, playing those guys, you know, in London or in Paris or in Rome or in Madrid or in Barcelona or Istanbul, right? I mean, this will be amazing to see players because they don't see that. Like, they don't see players. The only time we ever go across seas is only, only when it comes to FIBA tournaments or the Olympics. Expedition representing your own team. Like, imagine if KD, the Brooklyn Nets, played an expedition game or a tournament, whatever it may be. So, keep that in mind. FIBA and the NBA are working right now as we speak to former league. The, the, the word is on the street that in a couple years, it will be formed. So, I'll definitely bring that up, but that is definitely big news for sure. Let's talk about some NBA players in the league. They got their extensions. Um, uh, Malcolm Brogdon has agreed to a two-year $45 million extension, which now he is guaranteed $89 million over the next four years. So the Pacers are trying to, you know, trade the guy for the last couple of years. No suitors, no buyers. Uh, what they were asking for was a steep price on what they wanted in return. They wanted a very good player in a sense, or first a top a top 10 uh, draft pick, which that's not going to happen. Even though, you know, Malcolm Brogdon was a rookie of the year in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, for some reason, did not want to keep that kid. That kid's pretty good. Pacers got a good point guard. They should keep him. So they paid a kid, and that's great. Um, let's talk about Ben Simmons' situ uh, situation. So the Ben Simmons news is still ongoing. As of right now, he has obviously came back to the team. For the ones that do know out there, there was a rift between Ben Simmons in practice with the Sixers where he refused to engage with, uh, with, with the players, uh, practicing plays, whatever it was. There was reports about a cell phone being in his pocket while he was running plays. Couldn't find out it was a tag, but people still want to go about the cell phone situation. Whatever it may be, whatever y'all want to believe, but he has something in his pocket. Obviously, the guy didn't care because when they huddled up, he was in the background dribbling, and once the huddle broke and they came back to the court, Ben Simmons took off and left the building. Then he came back, and then Doc Rivers called him back into, uh, you know, to come into a situation as far as a practice play, a scheme on defense and offense. I'm not sure exactly, but he refused to do it multiple times. So Doc, Doc Rivers told him, hey, kick rocks. If you're not going to be here, kick rocks. So he left, and then over time, Embiid and whoever else and Doc Rivers has spoken to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons then at that point said he apologized. He will come back and engage with the team, but right now he's not mentally fit to play. So whatever that timetable might be, that's TBH. We'll see what happens. You know, he might come back. He might not. I've been saying for the longest time, there's no way he's going to stay here. This is all a plan. He's doing this to keep his game checks, to get paid. Because if he wasn't here in practice, then he would not get paid. He's missing out to almost... Damn near $400,000 per practice, per per game. Like, you're not going to miss money for a young guy. I don't care who you are. You're not, you do not make LeBron James money or KD money or Steph money. So those 400 k even those guys, we're not, not going to be able to lose it. So it's an on, 
ongoing situation. We'll keep an eyes on what's going to happen. But Ben Simmons right now is playing that game. And I don't know if it has a lot to do with Rich Paul, who is the agent, who is LeBron's best friend. So we'll see how that works because Rich Paul did the same thing with AD, and AD eventually got traded, right? But AD didn't go through this kind of extent, right? He just said, I don't want to be here, and they traded him. So we'll see what happens with Ben Simmons. But as of right now, he's not men- not mentally ready to play. And then obviously Joel Embiid, who kind of said, we're not here to babysit this kid. And now he came back saying that, hey, he's our brother. You know, gave a speech out to the whole entire crowd in front of their home opener. So, I mean, it's very emotional because I'm pretty sure Embiid likes dude, but at the same time, he's not here to, you know, babysit. So I'm pretty sure it was a PR situation. They told him kind of say those right things, whatever it may be, so the public doesn't really, you know, continue to scratch the surface. Uh, so Ben Simmons is ongoing situation. Stay tuned. Another disgruntled player, Kyrie Irving, does not want to be vaccinated. And, 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 and there's reports coming out that Kyrie wanted to retire. That came out from his camp. I don't know where the sources are coming from, but they're coming from some people that are saying that was the sources. So I don't know who's lying. Is it Kyrie's camp that's lying? Or is it uh, these people who are on big media platforms like ESPN and Fox and whatever else are basically just bullshitting so, uh, or BSing? Sorry about that. Um, we'll see. The Kyrie situation, it's going to get to a point. It's going to get to a point where Katie and James Harden are not going to vibe with this. Okay, you got to stand. Katie left the situation in Golden State. He left the Warriors. He went to the NBA Finals every single year he was there. He has two rings because of that. He has never won a ring. He has never came close to winning, even though he was in OKC in 2012 against the Miami Heat, against LeBron James. He was a young cat. You leave Steph Curry, who was probably one of the hardest guys to guard in the NBA and the most... Dangerous player in the court. And you leave Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and that organization who's willing to spend to go join with Kyrie. Who's saying that? You know what? Mm, I'm not going to get vaccinated. Even though he did not see that coming years prior, but there's been a lot of red flags by Kyrie lately. Don't come on. Let's keep it real now. His situation in, the, in, in Cleveland, to some degree, is LeBron's fault. I, I get it. He wanted out. Goes to Boston. Doesn't work out. Comes to comes to the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Couple years he's been there. He hasn't been doing nothing. He's been overpaid for his less play. If you don't look at, if you don't believe me, look up the numbers. He hasn't played more than sixty or seventy games. The guy's been injured. The guy doesn't show up. Like he just doesn't. He's not. He's not the same Kyrie. Okay, so. If people want to, if people want to add Kyrie to the top seventy-five of all time, you are crazy. If Dwight Howard cannot make that list, which I'm about to bring out in a second, there's no way Kyrie would have made it. And people want to talk about Dame, yeah, to a slight degree, Dame shouldn't be in there either. Not over Dwight Howard, that's a fact. But it is what it is. That that list is BS. So if you want to argue about the Kyrie situation, you can hit me up on IG. You can hit me up on Instagram, whatever it may be, and let me know. I'm going to show you the numbers. But Kyrie's situation, it's it's bizarre. It just doesn't make any sense. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because when, when push comes to shove, when the Nets go through a stretch with losing games, frustration builds, the finger's going to be pointed at who? Kyrie Irving, Uncle Drew, the guy with the baddest handles in the, on earth, right? They're going to point the finger to him. 
But that's his choice. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that is your choice. But you play in a place in this state or the city that requires to have, a, a, you know, you have to be vaccinated if you want to be at these venues. So we'll see what happens. But the NBA 75th anniversary team, like I said, is BS. All right. Dwight Howard is not on there. Tony Parker is not on there. Forget about Manny Ginobili. Vance Carter, Tracy McGrady. If you want to argue those two guys, that's I, I, I get it. But you telling me that Dwight Howard and Tony Parker are not in the top 75 best players of all time? Of all time? Look at Dwight's numbers. Look at these numbers. Look at his accolades. Look at his achievements. When he was in Orlando, those five years, he was the most dominant center on earth. On earth. Three times, defensive player of the year. First team all defense five times. Come on now. Multiple, multiple all-stars. Starting center for the all-stars. And for some reason, he don't, he don't, whoever made this list, Either had done two things. Either they purposely left Dwight out because of something that happened with him and Kobe, with Dwight and Kobe, and they're using that against them, or they just purposely forgot. Purposely forgot about Dwight Howard. Like, he didn't exist. That's the only two things I can come to an assumption right now. But whoever made that list, you should not even get paid. And I'm an NBA? Come on now. You, for you to release that list, we need the names of the person who did it. But going forward, Lakers this year, I don't know what's going on. They had their first win against uh, the Memphis, but that was damn near luck. John Morant missed the damn third, the third, uh, the one, his third to last, yeah, his last free throw to tie the game to go over overtime. Anything could have happened. Anything could have happened. Melo caught fire. You expect Melo at 37 to do that to save you against a, a team that's not even a top 10 team in the league? You're struggling. You get smacked by the Suns. Right? You get humbled by the Suns. You get humbled by the Warriors. You're playing against the Spurs. Let's see what happens, right? Obviously, this is a, a work in progress. This is under construction, whatever you want to call it, right? This is a team that's in progress to, to pan out to be winning championships, right? To, to get to the final stage, to get to that, 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 you know, the title land. How in the world? How in the world are you expecting this to happen when teammates are fighting each other? Dwight Howard... I get how he is, right? But for AD to act like that, that means something was said. Something was said beyond defensive schemes and, you know, meltdowns on the court. Something was said to him where it touched a nerve. And even though they, they squashed it, whatever it is, that's not being squashed. That's not going to be squashed. When, te- when this happens again down the road, who's the next person? Is it going to be Rondo and Ross? And uh, 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 Russ? Rajon Rondo and Russell Westbrook, are they going to get into it? Because I know for sure they don't like each other prior to coming to L.A. That's dearly noted. So what, bygones be bygones now? Let's just work on winning a championship? Yeah, until it gets into the emotions getting the mix. Who's going to be next after that? Carmelo? So you know how Carmelo is. He's very talkative. He don't back down from nobody. I don't know about LeBron. He might not talk to LeBron because that's his team. But everybody else can get it. Dwight? DeAndre Jordan? I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see because this is going to be the most entertainment team to watch in 
listen and you know break down analytics or you know analysis or stories and whatever you want to call it they are made for news so definitely keep you know keep your eyes on that going forward uh sons are doing two different issues right now they, they haven't paid DeAndre Aiden for some reason they don't want to pay him his extension DeAndre Aiden won in five years five years um with the Phoenix Suns the owner said you know what we're gonna give you four or three years to DeAndre Aiden I don't know what's the reason why they don't want to pay the kid. The kid is the reason why you're in the NBA Finals. Don't disrespect DeAndre Aiden. D-Book, we know your game is good. CB3, yeah, you culture changer. You change the culture. But you also said he can get the bag this summer in the Western Conference Finals. I'm pretty sure you said that. Run the, hold up, man. Run the clip. That man over there, DeAndre Aiden, he's going to get him a bag this summer. He's going to get him a bag. <laughs> and he's showing everybody right now during the playoffs why. Yeah. He's gonna get paid the bag, right? And what happened? They paid Chris Paul the bag, but not 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 DA. And he is the reason why y'all beat the Nuggets. He did a fabulous job against Jokic, aka the Joker. You gonna need DA. Without him, your son's team ain't going nowhere. I'm pretty sure they're gonna work things out in the summer, but if not, he's walking for free. I don't get it. The other issue about the Phoenix Suns. Is uh, the owner okay? So uh, before I actually get into the owner, the owner, owner situation, they paid Shamit, who they just traded for forty five million dollars. Okay, they also paid Michael Bridges, who's also drafted in the same draft class with DeAndre Aiden. They paid him how much? Pay him ninety million dollars. So ninety million going to Mikel Bridges, forty five million going to Landry Shamit, and zero is going to DeAndre Aiden. I don't know what the problem is, but that owner over there, Robert Sauver, is a cheap dude. Didn't want to pay players in the past, too. He didn't want to pay, you know, uh, uh, Damon. Uh, sorry, not Damon Stoudemire. They didn't want to pay Stoudemire, Amari Stoudemire. They didn't want to pay other players. Joe, uh, Joe Johnson was drafted by the Phoenix Suns before he went to Atlanta. They didn't want to pay him. So they had a history of this. But going forward, right? So, uh, like I said, you know, negotiations died between them, you know, before the the the, the season started, which, which the expression for signing the extension expired. So, summertime is when they'll be able to talk again, but we'll see what happens by then. Phoenix Suns owners in deep, deep problems this year, okay? Jordan Schwartz, who works for ESPN, has dropped a bombshell article accusing the Suns owner, Robert Sarver, of racism, sexism, and sexual harassment. With enough evidence to support the claims, and there is a real chance the league would forcibly remove the Suns owner, Robert Sarver. Remember, Darnell Sterling, who was forced to sell his team because he said some stuff about Magic Johnson and black players to his side chick, telling her, I don't care who you mess with, but don't mess with Magic Johnson. And don't mess with, don't mess with my other black players on my team. Like, like their assets, like their property. Like he's a master and they're slaves. And guess what happened to him? The NBA, the NBA players were on a stance. Like, we ain't going to play. LeBron James, Chris Paul, the whole entire gang said we're not playing. And guess what happened? The NBA forced him to sell his team, his own team, his own team, out. And this is like, what, four years ago or so, five years ago, less than that? So this can be possible. This can be possible for, you know, Robert Sarver. If Keep an eye on the Phoenix Suns owner. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's been said. And I'm going to go ahead and, you know, post this quote, what he said about, you know, or his statement that he gave out. And the statement says, from Robert Sarver, we understand that the ESPN is a consider, uh, considering 
publishing a proposed story that makes completely baseless claims against the Suns uh, Legacy Partners LLC organization concerning a variety of topics, which the statement was said, right? Then he continues to say, first and foremost, I reject any insinuations of personal and organizational racism or gender discrimination. I despise language that disrespects any individual, regardless of race, gender, preference, or choice. He said, such language has no place in business or at home. And what I consider the Sons and Mercury families, I'm proud of our record of diversity in conclusion on both teams, whether on the court or in the front office. Okay. This is his statement. He came out guns blazing. They also tweeted. Let me see if I can find his tweet. And the Phoenix Suns, who also came out, the Twitter account, the Twitter handle by the Phoenix Suns also tweeted a statement, which I'm on the post right here. So check this out. Which they said, we understand that the outlet is considering publishing a proposed story that makes completely baseless claims against the Suns organization. Concerning a variety of topics, documentary evidence in our possession and eyewitnessing accounts directly contradicts contradicts the reporter's accusations. And we're preparing our response to his question. We urge everyone not to rush to judgment. Rush to judgment here, especially based on lies in the window and false narrative and attack on our organization and its leaderships. This is coming. This is coming from the Twitter handle. So like they're they're all out blazing right now. They they they're trying to capitalize on everything, trying to get ahead of the storm, right? But the NBA will investigate. This bombshell by what's his name again? Jordan Schwartz. This guy's respected in ESPN. Like this guy's a great reporter. So like this doesn't come out of thin air. This he Robert Starver owns the Mercury which is the WNBA and the Phoenix Suns. So on both sides of issues, sexism, racism, sexual harassment, that's definitely going to open up eyes and ears from everybody. So stay tuned. There's a lot to get into. We'll see what happens with the whole situation with Robert Starver. He might not be here. He might. Who knows? We'll see what the investigation will entail. But, hey, this year has been lit so far. We have, the we, you know, we have, what, the Warriors 3-0 so far, about to go 4-0. You have... Um, uh, Lamella bowling out now shooting threes like he's Steph Curry bridges on on, on the Hornets is bowling he's been dropping with 30 to 30 you know back to back games the Chicago Bulls what a team they have with AC and Alonzo and Le- Le- Zach Levine and DeRozan right and AC people who don't know who that is Alex Caruso right the GOAT is what they call him right yeah they have a good team they're 4-0 about to be 5-0 who knows we'll see what happens but there's a lot of good teams out there it's early in the year we'll see what happens obviously the big dogs will eventually come on top right unless they're gonna be a surprising team in the east but we'll see season is brand new it's fresh it just started and if you're new to this channel go ahead and subscribe hey man we're gonna be here all year long so why not kick with us at all you know why not come over here and just join the channel for a second and if one has been watching can't thank you enough i always show the love and support until then i'll see y'all next time man one love